What's the one thing all great teams have in common? Great coaching. Try to suck up to me, Andrew. Hey, Goldberg! I bet if that talk was a cheese broken, you'd stop it. No, I agree. I would not be an acid physically. I have more of a podcast body. Black, 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 It's the Quack Attack Podcast. Hey, everybody. I told him you were the real Minnesota Miracle Man. I'm Mike. That's Tommy. Hello, everyone. That's Kevin. Hey, y'all. Welcome to the Quack Attack Podcast, the definitive Mighty Ducks Podcast. Big news. We'll address it in a second, but Kevin is back after a, a few week hiatus. Congratulations. I feel, like, I feel like we haven't done this in a while. Yeah. Yeah. You had some uh, last minute adjustments. As I said last time, you did start a new job, so we're giving you a little leeway there. But I had one talking to one coagulate, and he is behind, and he, you know, he was he was wishing for you because he was at the point where you only had thirteen dollars in kin token. Um, so I wanted to give him whenever he catches up to this episode, he was I think he was still like a hundred or so behind. I wanted to give him an update, so. December what 2016 I think we we say Kevin purchases 300 ish dollars worth of kin token uh, it was all the way down to as I mentioned 13 dollars it was at one 130 at some point it was bouncing around between 30 and 40 I think the last time we checked it where are we at today um so t- this this month we're we're learning that uh kin token is also not immune to market forces. Um, it is uh, pretty much on track with the rest of any market uh, and is down uh, 56% over the last month. Uh, we're sitting pretty at about $17.55 right now. Okay. So not much has changed for that guy who is behind. Rough, rough market out there for everything, though. <laughs> it's brutal. Yeah. So... Yeah, well, I guess we'll we'll keep an eye on it, but um, yeah, for that guy who's behind, if you if you made it this far, not much has changed since you last wrote in. But two other quick things that I want to get dressed. First, I want to give uh, a duck call to Nicole. I've been meaning to do this and forgetting, but Nicole at the end of last year, she sent us. You know how Spotify does their you know wrapped little thing so her wrapped her top podcast was us she listened in 2021 for 3107 minutes to the quack attack podcast that's 51 hours so two full days over two full days of the quack attack uh that she listened to so duck call to nicole we appreciate it Uh, that's the highest amount i've seen so far so duck call to her (laughs) And second, trivia. I am um, I'm working on the trivia questions. Trivia is, is imminent. So be on the lookout. We'll probably have an entry quiz again and then go from there. But get ready. Uh, I'm going back through game changers. I watched the first episode and got like 40 trivia questions just out of that first episode. So it's gonna be good. Your, your 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 attention to detail is um is stunning and uh what, what was it that Burl first said is is scary and alarming or something it's like that? It's both flattering, yeah, and and alarming or something like that. I don't know. It's on our website. We'll uh we'll get the right quote here. We need to get uh the showrunners uh Kathy Yuspa and Josh Goldsman mm-hmm. back on and uh, see if they could do the game changers trivia that Mike has come up with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
So Brill said our devotion is both flattering and scary. So fair enough. True, true now as it ever was. Yeah. So let's move on to, you know, the topic at hand here. And that is we have a replacement for Bombay in a sense. Josh Dumel will play a new character in the Mighty Ducks Game Changers. He is essentially the new coach. So this came out all at once on, on all the different sources. I don't know who I want to give credit to first, but Josh Dumel, this is, it, it seemed like it was a press release. So I'm taking this from deadline, I think, but everyone had the same story essentially. So he will play a new character, NHL player turned coach Gavin Cole in the hockey theme sequel series. Inspirational, charming, and hardcore Gavin is big on the hockey metaphor that applies to life. He runs the super intense summer hockey institute where the Mighty Ducks land for season two. So just, I guess, initially from what we know, we, we independently confirmed this, not that there was much to, you know, independently confirm it was announced. Um, We did hear there were some talks about Josh Jackson coming back, but it didn't manifest itself. A lot, uh, a lot seems to be happening behind the scenes there. And it, certainly appears from the character descriptions that we went over list with last episode Ryder Cole is definitely his son um and even in the description it says he has no interest in being a part of the hockey, hardcore hockey institute that his father runs so we know his son there's gonna be a father-son relationship into it which obviously we did not have with Bombay really in season one unless you want to count the old ducks ish there but just your initial feelings when this all uh, started happening here, Tommy. Yes, start with <laughs> Tommy. Thank you, Mike. Um, you know, initial feelings, I think it kind of, um, it hits on what we were kind of mentioning as the, the possible, um, you know, replacement is you want like someone established, but you, you wouldn't expect like, you know, no offense to Josh Jamel, like, you know, the, uh, the A plus list, if you will, um, you know, the, the kind of untouchables who would not be doing this, um, this kind of show, their loss, obviously. Um, so it's good. It's a good name. Um, although like the few people I've like said, oh, this guy's gonna be playing it. And um, particularly that the females I've talked to about, they're like, isn't he the really good looking guy? Mm-hmm. Um, so they definitely have that going for him. Um, you know, I think we all knew that it was unlikely Josh Jackson was going to be like the Bombay replacement. I think we're all going to hold out hope for a cameo as well as, you know, season three or something like that. But instant reaction is, you know, I'm going to be cautiously optimistic. I think it all depends on what they create. I've been a fan of the characters they've created so far. And um, I think this kind of gets into their, their wheelhouse of like the potentially overbearing parent or something like that who's just like, living vicariously through you know their children or something kevin since you're so excited i'll give you the floor here um yeah so i kind of what tommy was hitting on uh, i think we were pretty spot on on our kind of our wheelhouse for what this was going to be um i he definitely checks the box of like really attractive guy um that will get you know the moms involved uh in the show um I think um, me personally, I, I loved the show Las Vegas when I was younger, um, uh, which uh, Josh Jamal uh, starred in. Um, 
And uh, so I'm relatively familiar with him. I, I guess I haven't seen him in anything in a while, but um, I liked him in Las Vegas. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I think we were pretty close to spot on in, in kind of the archetype for what this was ultimately going to be. Yeah. So we, yeah, I, yeah, we were right in the spot. We did not specifically name him, but we were in that general point. Yeah. I don't know what, it's a lot of, a lot of reaction, like, oh, like, I don't know this guy. I'm out on this area. Like, I don't know what people were expecting other than, you know, a former duck. Like, obviously, if you could have gotten Josh Jackson or, you know, a former coach, maybe that changes things, but there or, was. A- or maybe a, like a, a former NFL player or something. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what people were expecting, but I think we, uh, we got it there. So who knows? So Josh Dumel, he was in Blade, Blade Runner, Black Lotus. He's done a lot of voice stuff recently. Jupiter's Legacy was on Netflix. So it was sort of a superhero type movie. Uh, that's probably what most people have seen him in recently. But you talk about um, he was in video game Transformers way back in, what was that, 2007? He was- Tommy, you're a Transformers guy, aren't you? Uh, I loved the first one, and so when I heard that it was Josh Jumel, I was just like, oh, he was great in Transformers. I don't remember anything about the others because they all sucked, though. Um, <laughs> but remember him from that. And So he you know, carried Transformers is what you're saying. Yeah, he and uh, Shia LaBeouf um, yeah. are the big two. Um, and looking at his IMDb, I guess his, quote, breakout role was win a date with Tad Hamilton which I remember because I'm like, oh, I've heard of this movie. Maybe I saw it. It was early 2000s, um, would have been when I was in, uh, I guess, high school, maybe a freshman or sophomore. Did you remember it was him or did you think it was Timothy Oliphant? That's a great (laughs) question. Uh, I've definitely confused the two plenty of times. I think like every other person, including um, Timothy Oliphant's parents (laughs) and Josh Jumel's like uh, nieces and nephews, I'm sure they see like, oh, I saw you in Hitman. You were great. It's like, no, it wasn't me. Yeah. So I, I am going in with, you know, an open mind. Like as Tommy said, they sort of established these new characters. You're either in or out in these new characters at this point. I feel like that's the same thing with this Gavin Cole character here, but does this, announcement change your excitement at all one way or another kevin on on your outlook for season two um i don't think it changes my excitement i i I do think it's a good casting i i I think maybe there might have been some room to go a little bit more outside of the box um but i do think it's a solid casting i'm glad it's not like an entire like no name um i i think um, I, I, it doesn't necessarily move the needle a lot for me, but um, I, I do think it's solid, and I, I think it's a, a good a good foundation from which to start. Um, I don't know. I, I I think I just would have liked to maybe see something a little bit more outside the box, a little bit more diverse. Something, you know, I don't know. It just kind of feels a little safe, but um, but again, he's he's you know been a successful actor for a very long time, and. Um, I think he can do a really good job on the show. Yeah, I agree. Like I said, I, I'm willing to give it a shot and see what happens. I don't think it really changes for me much, but does it change your outlook, Tommy? I think when we came out of this last week, you were at, I think, a six or a seven 
on the excitement scale going into season two. Where do you stand now? I think it's similar. I don't think this really did anything to um, like make me pause and be like, oh, I don't know about this. Um, I think it kind of fits the image of who I was picturing. Um, yeah, I, I think really the only way I could have been like more excited was if it was Josh Jackson or if it was like a totally out of left field. It's like, we're going to have like two nine-year-olds on each other's shoulders playing like the main character. <laughs> um, then I'd be very excited about it. Um, but yeah, I, I think, I still think, you know, six and a half is, is where we are. Um, I am excited. I am going to go watch uh, Jupiter's Legacy, um, which I've seen because um, I think it's on Netflix. I've like been browsing. Um, I'm always in the, on the lookout for good sci-fi. And so I'll watch that and report back to the Quackalites um, within the next uh, month or so about how it was. I'll say one thing uh, that I am excited about is I do think it increases the, the possibility of, of expanding the Quackalite universe. Uh, because I think, um, you know, he is completely outside the show, no connection whatsoever, and he brings somewhat of an audience with him uh, who, who are his fans. Uh, so I think maybe that opens up the world a little bit, which, which could be cool. And, um, and you know, uh, selfishly for us, I think that opens up our uh, opportunities to, to kind of grow the Quackalite community. But um, so, yeah, I, I think that's probably the, 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 the most exciting thing for me that is a good point and as we mentioned very good looking guy so maybe he just draws you know people some some wives some girlfriends people who are watching and you know sort of just get sucked in because they want to look at this guy uh as their you know partners are watching this so i do like you you always thinking about the pod kevin you know oh we got a chance to i'm a company man So let's move on, you know, to the character. Obviously, we don't know too much here. NHL player turned coach Gavin Cole we mentioned, you know, he's going to have a son. There's going to be a whole relationship there. Ryder Cole uh, in the character description has a g- glitch in his shots. He's sort of fallen out, lo- fallen out of love with the game, has no interest in being ca- part of the hard- hardcore hockey institute that his father runs. Other than that, we know Gavin is inspirational, charming, and hardcore, and is big on the hockey metaphor that applies to life. And then he runs the obviously the summer summer hockey institute. So, are we able to like you know? Are you able to picture any anything with this character here just from that brief description? Do we have much to go on as we look forward to the filming here? Um, I think you might kind of have to look back at you know his son's description to to understand it and we already kind of got that um you know big in the hockey metaphor I guess inspirational charming and hardcore it's like it's kind of what you might expect from any like public speaker or like motivational coach or someone who's got a product they're trying to sell um again I I I haven't seen him in a ton so I'm not like picturing oh, I know exactly how he's going to act. Um, I, I like they, there's still a bit of mystery. And I obviously the re- relationship he has with the son is going to be, you know, paramount to season two, I think. Yeah. yeah. I, I was just going to say, I, I'm kind of picturing like a more charming version of Coach O'Ryan, like mm. as, as like an archetype for this, um, you know, kind of maybe a little over the top with some of his methods and things like that. But, but I mean, if, if 
obviously he's he's going to be a lead he's going to be charming um so I, i'm curious to see kind of uh, if you if we get a little bit of that um just mixed in with maybe some of bombay's charm um so i i think there's a lot within those two coaching archetypes that kind of like piece together a, a, a pretty solid character yeah i like that a lot i like like a, a little over the top orion there with not as much of a you know moral conscience i think that's a good way to look at it if we go in there yeah with maybe like a little bit of bombay you know he's got the summer hockey institute so maybe yeah, he's trying to sell some stuff a little early d2 bombay or something like that so i like it i am interested in it as i mentioned i think you got to give it a shot you know i don't just this like uh you know dismissal just because of you know he's not josh jackson i don't think is the right play but uh kevin do you have something no yeah i'll, I'll definitely agree with that um the, i i think uh, kind of like i said before I, I think there's a lot of opportunities simply because he is from outside the ducks universe i think it opens a lot of fun doors um and him being a former nhl player maybe opens up some cool cameo opportunities things like that um so it'll be interesting to see um how much of that they're able to to do and hopefully covid stuff doesn't get in the way of some of that opportunity as well but um we'll have to wait and see on that um i i was going to say um do we we don't know anything really beyond this from like a family structure like is he like divorced is he like does you know is he a single parent like do we know anything beyond that no not really uh that is a good question though like what is his are they going to make this sort of a will they won't? They? That's kind of what I'm getting at. Like, is this just going to be Josh Jubel and, and Laura Graham? Will they won't they all over yeah. again? And I, I think I think that'll be disappointing if that happens. I, I, I don't know. It'll just be kind of um, a rehash of something that almost happened in season one with Bombay. But um, I, I think it'll be I don't know. I hope I, I hope they go in a different direction, but I guess we'll see. Maybe the bombshell will be that um, Josh Jumel's son uh, is actually also uh, Lauren Graham's son, and like this is the kid that she hid what? the whole time. So maybe and then, he has, and then he has superpowers and something like yeah. that. Yeah, and then gonna make it realistic. Um, we'll we'll figure something out um, to to give the writer something to work with if they need it. Um, but yeah, I think that's the question is because we had hypothesized that this whoever they cast kind of needed to be like within a few years of, of Lauren Graham's age or, you know, whatever, just to allow the potential for some kind of relationship. But I'm, I'm betting he's going to be single or maybe he like, maybe he starts married and like the, the marriage is on the rocks or something. That'd be interesting if they wanted to explore how relationships fall apart. Or she falls off a cliff, dies on impact. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> be a dark beginning <laughs> to the season, but. You have to overcome adversity, Mike. <laughs> Yeah, meta yeah. is a metaphor for life. I forgot. Yeah. I think he actually killed his wife to make his son tougher. Oh, like, this is the ultimate overcoming adversity. Like your mom was like mysteriously murdered. Definitely yeah. the easiest and quickest way to do that. That's yeah. true. Yeah, and then it makes sense why Ryder Cole does not like hockey because his mom was, you know, brutally murdered when you know he was playing hockey. Or maybe something. I have. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe she was like uh, uh, hit by a Zamboni. Oh, 
Oh, so he like witnessed. He was like at practice and with. Oh, and geez. it was a a masked man on the Zamboni. We don't know who it is, but we know it was uh, like dramatic irony. We understand who it is, but so it's really a murder mystery. Is what season mm. two is about. Is I think what we're trying to get at. Yeah, I mean, you could. I mean, Bombay knows how to drive a Zamboni. I'm just saying, if it's a masked man, you know, maybe there's some sort of like um, taken Liam Neeson where like Dumel's going out to avenge his family. I don't know. I don't know. So there's you think maybe Bombay with. killed Dumel's wife? Yeah, and then he's and maybe, on the run. Maybe it opens with Dumel like strangling Gordon Bombay like <laughs> in an alley. You yeah. know. Now we're getting somewhere. This is good. I'm gonna I'm gonna email. I got some contacts. I'm gonna email some people some uh, plot summaries. <laughs> Not that they've already you know written season two and they're about to go into production, but do, um, do we know much anything really about the kid about uh, Gavin or uh, I'm sorry about uh, Ryder? Ryder, like fifteen or sixteen. We, we don't have a we don't have a cast or anything for that yet. No, I mean it seems like they're they're still searching for the cast. What? Who to be? Uh, cast who's going to take who they're going to cast for it uh it seems like they've put out a casting call we just have the character breakdown which um i will where, what would you guess like where in like the pecking order in terms of um i don't know leads on the show does his son fall i mean do you think he falls somewhere behind nick or is he more of like an equal with evan um i mean i'm curious to see how that shakes up yeah. So we talked about this little on the last episode. We think he's, you know, I don't possibly... listen to you guys. <laughs> I know. Yeah. You couldn't be bothered to listen to your own podcast, but Absolutely uh, we're, we're thinking he's probably some sort of rival with Evan and maybe, you know, they become friends in the end and there's like a Nick sort of a third wheel type deal, but I would, yeah, I would put him right behind Evan. We know at least from our favorite website, the D is insider.com. <laughs> He's going to be a new cast member. He's not going to be all the other character breakdowns were for recurring guest stars. Uh, so probably one season out, this is listed as a recurring cast member. So he's probably going to be around uh, for a while. So yeah, we're, we're thinking that. So I, I'm guessing for Tommy and I, this would be an exercise in futility, but uh, Mike, you have, you have kid soon to be kids. Um, are, there, are there any uh, up and coming child actors that you'd like to see? uh play young writer yeah who's um, the lead in paw patrol could they, could they do that <laughs> yeah i yeah i mean my daughter's just almost two so she's just starting to watch tv now but like you know the guy who plays daniel tiger whoever that kid is whoever's the voice of that is maybe uh i would like to see get a shot here but yeah i don't i i think she's a little too young to have really anybody um to identify as a prospect here all right well keep your eyes peeled yeah I will. maybe maybe expand your daughter's horizons a little bit you know okay yeah uh, yeah we'll just you know sit her down have her watch tv for days and there's a new season of ozark maybe there's yeah. somebody on there that, okay you know. yeah yeah that's good maybe uh one of the kids yeah in there yeah okay we'll look into it but uh, i'm trying to pull up the the character breakdown just to give a recap but my the d is insider is not playing nice with my computer so we'll see if we can get that up but with this any any other final you know thoughts here i do you know like you know the expansion as 
Kevin mentioned, uh, it seemed, you know, when we talked with Josh Goldsmith and Kathy Yespa, they were very adamant on, you know, making it about new characters and, you know, not just rehashing all the old characters and bringing them back, but sort of having that balance there. So it makes sense that they would go completely new there. But any other thoughts on the Josh Dumel casting here? Uh, the one thing I would say is uh, the three of us, uh, at the very least, know that he is an athlete, uh, and so he. We don't know about uh, about hockey specifically, but we know that he played football in college. Uh, where did he play football? Minot State. Minot State. Yeah. State. M-I-N-O-T. South Dakota. Uh, North Dakota, I believe. North Dakota. Um, so, just real quick, sources say he can he can skate. Yeah, but didn't Emilio say he can skate too? And then <laughs> that wasn't true. true. I feel like um, in North Dakota, you have to skate. You kind of have to. You kind of know how to. Grocery store. Um, apologies if I'm uh, stereotyping <laughs> there. Um, but yeah, so I mean, we know he's athletic, uh, you know, so I think that'll be kind of an interesting thing to see if he like actually spends a lot of time on the ice. Yeah. Um, uh, and, it, and it's actually him for a lot of the time. I think that'll be interesting to see um that's kind of the only other thing i wanted to add that i I think it'll be interesting to to see how he fares on the ice yeah that's a good point we could have a little more uh a little cooler on ice moves here if he can skate and he's he's up for where emilio did not seem um obviously didn't have you know the base knowledge but learned a little bit but didn't seem particularly interested in becoming a great hockey player instead of you know just becoming a great actor but uh, real quick, just to recap, and just because I've spent so much time trying to get to the DiazInsider.com, this character breakdown for Ryder Cole, 15-year-old male of white or mixed half-white ethnicity. So that would make sense with Josh Dumel. It's going to be white or half-white. A rebellious stud with a bad boy attitude. Once a hockey phenom, a recent meltdown from the intense pressure has caused a glitch in his shot and made him hate the game he used to love. He has no interest in being part of the hardcore hockey institute that his father runs. So a little bit there, maybe, maybe his dad pushed him too hard. He's, you know, he's, you know, got that glitch in his shot. There's been some talk in the discord, like how realistic is this quote unquote glitch going to be? There's some worries about that. So a lot to look forward to here as we go. It's going to be like in um, major league three back to the minors where the catcher can't make the like the throwback to the pitcher. Mm-hmm. Baker. Like, yeah. It's like, <laughs> how bad does he have the yips? Yeah. Like the yips in baseball makes sense there. I'm, I'm interested to see how they do it for hockey where it's a much more um, sort of reactionary game. And well, not... Mike, if your mother gets murdered right in front of you, you're going <laughs> to lose a little bit of your game. That's true. So That's let's true. give him the benefit of the doubt here. We got some flashbacks uh, to some horrible time in his life, but uh it's like in a in beer fest where he can't play pong anymore. He takes a pure ping pong yes, paddle and it shakes. Exactly like that. <laughs> and for those who haven't seen beer fest, you can go watch it and to find out why um this person has uh the beer pong yips. <laughs> All right, let's move on before we go too deep down the beer pong uh, road. There, let's move on to the quick question. You ask us questions on Facebook, through Twitter, through the Discord, through email. We picked the best ones, try to answer them. I did put out a call 
right before we recorded for Josh Dumel related quiet questions, just to kind of keep the theme going here. So Kevin, do you have a quiet question for us today? Uh, quack light OG Joyce Ng 61 on Twitter has, she asks, when will Josh bring Tim on as a rival hockey camp coach? Yes. So there's like a thing that we apparently have discovered recently. Tim, well, I personally have discovered recently. I think other people have known about it for a long time. But Josh Dumel and Timothy Oliphant look extremely alike. Uh, there's some stories on late night shows about how Josh Dumel posed with Timothy Oliphant's family and sent out a Christmas card. And even Timothy Oliphant's mom didn't even notice it was not her own son. It was actually Josh Dumel. So that does open, as Kevin mentioned, open the possibility for, you know, a rival twin or a secret rival coach that, you know, body switch a type deal. I don't know. There's a lot there that I'm excited about with the, I, I guess we just have to figure out what Timothy Oliphant's doing nowadays. Yeah, he he, he was doing a lot lately or, or a while ago, but I don't know about now. He, he, I think the last thing I saw him in was that Drew Barrymore one on Netflix, which was pretty strange. Well, he was in Fargo. Um, I know he um, was in a couple episodes of The Mandalorian. Um, I know he was on Once Upon a Time in Mexico, or not Mexico, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Um, just a smaller role. I mean, he's been acting a ton, but I first saw him, I think, in... Um, now I got to make sure I'm not fucking confusing him with uh, Dumel, <laughs> but was uh, The Girl Next Door. I think that was Oliphant. And I remember that's when I was first like, when I watched Transformers, I was like, oh, it's a guy from The Girl Next Door or something <laughs> like that. And no, they uh, they bamboozled me. Yes. I, I first knew Oliphant from uh, Justified, which is a great show. Um, and have since, uh, I, I tried watching Deadwood, but um, nothing really grabbed me there for some reason. Oliphant is also in Rockstar, if you guys have seen that. He's like one of the, uh, the band members in Mark Wahlberg's new band. It's a good movie. But yeah, I'm all for Oliphant coming on, being a rival twin, evil twin, something like that. Um, he did. He's in this movie called National Champions, so he's he's got you know sports background. He's got he's done some sports stuff. So uh, we're in, we're in on it. Let's. Uh, I think I think we've covered it. I think we're excited for Josh Dumel again. Filming to start in February, February through June. Not sure where yet. There's been some talk, you know, are they going to stay in LA or Vancouver? I don't have any confirmation one way or the other, but we'll figure it out. Try to see what we can know. Try to figure out, uh, you know, more for the Quackalites. Get to any more info we can. Maybe, you know, reach out to Josh Jamel's people, see what he has to say. But he's probably going to film right now. But so we might have to wait. But anyway. That's it for us. Thequacktech.com. Go there. Contact us at QuackTechPod on Twitter. Facebook.com slash QuackTechPod. Go to iTunes. Give us five stars. Tell us what you think about uh, Josh Dumel, just in general here. And thank you to our, our producers. We love you. And be ready for this trivia contest. And remember, ducks fly together. Ducks fly together. Quick.